guys, I fell the other day at school and now my knee hurts. Oh no. I scratched my knee. I had to go to the nurse. How did you fall? I was trying to adjust the walkie talkie because I was on duty for a recess and I was like on and I I was wearing I had such a cute outfit too I had my little jumper my cat ears because it was costume day and some heels because the jumper's too long for me and I was walking I was trying to adjust the walkie and then I tripped on a crack in the sidewalk and I was like (laughs) and um I like felt to catch myself. I like felt down forward onto my knees, but it was the pavement. So oh, I scraped my knees, um, but it's okay. Somehow nobody saw it. The principal caught it on yeah. camera and has been watching from the <laughs> office, <laughs> playing it over and over again. <laughs> In slow-mo rewind. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, tired SLP, I know just what you need. Go grab some caffeine, find your favorite seat. It's time for coffee, tea, and three SLPs. Well, shout out to friend of the pod, Roxette, because she had given us this idea to talk about being organized as an SLP. So shout Woo-hoo. out. This one's for you, Roxy. At uh what's her Instagram handle? Sassy Latina SLP, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I do a couple things to stay organized because if I'm not organized, then mentally I can't. But I'm wondering I have a specific way I keep my materials organized and then a specific way I stay organized for my week and then a way I stay organized like student information wise. But where do you guys want to start? Let's I want to start with schedule. Like how do you keep track of your daily schedule, your weekly schedule? How do you fit in IEPs? Do you Mm -hmm. both have a system for that? Um, I go between a paper calendar um and a paper to-do list so I have my um planner that has my month and then I have it by day so I write down what I you know the tasks that I want to do in a day and I like to have that like just on paper um and then for the week at a glance I have an excel sheet and Mm. so every Thursday I will create the next page in the excel sheet for my week for the, for the following week. Hmm. And so I'll copy over. Cause usually it stays the same except for IEP meeting days. And then I'll just look at my calendar and say, okay, these are the IEP meetings. I'll just, you know, fit them into my Excel sheet. And then I just follow that. Mm-hmm. So how do you, is, is the top row like a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then the column I'm guessing is time mm-hmm. frames. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's, that's, I've never done it that way. I use a Google calendar. I love, I love, love, love Google calendar. So at the beginning of the year, I, once I get my schedule ready, I, on paper, my weekly schedule of therapy, um, I immediately put it into Google calendar. And then I also use SLP toolkit. So I'll put my schedule in SLP toolkit and then every day it generates your 
daily agenda so that you see what you're doing every day in terms of like which students you're seeing and who you're working with. Um, so I, I kind of keep my schedule in three places on paper, on my clipboard, Google calendar and SLP toolkit. But my Google calendar is where I put my IEP meetings, professional development days, like all that stuff that comes up throughout the year. So mm-hmm. I love Google calendar. And do you, did you guys know that, um, you can create a, like a consult schedule or a consult booking page appointment calendar is the word I'm looking for on Google calendar. So I've created, it's really easy to do. I created an appointment calendar for myself. So I need, when I need to make, uh, or schedule consults with teachers or anybody else, I'll send them, I'll send them the booking page link for me and then they can find what time works for them. And it's been great because we don't have to go back and forth. Like, when are you free? I'm free. This, well, I'm not free, but so now like I've just been sending them that link and they can sign up or cancel or reschedule, which is awesome. It works really well. That's a great idea. And also as an Excel user, I'm going to vouch for Google calendar because it just seems a lot easier to manipulate. And also, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I get like the IEP chair and the special educator asking me for my schedule so that we don't overlap with service time and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a Google calendar, you can just send them the link and they can just look at it, right? They can mm-hmm. click on the link whenever they want. Yeah. Um, and you know, whatever changes you put in, they see that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You yeah. can, you can give them access to see your Google calendar and then, yeah, they can just in Google calendar, turn it on or off. And if they turn it on, they'll see your whole calendar. If they turn it off, it'll go away on their side. Mm -hmm. But I think Google calendar is a great, great tool. You could also, I've done it this way. This was before I had SLP toolkit, but, um, on Google calendar, something I used to do is I'd put my student, like the therapy times in there. And if I was seeing a student like first period of the day in the detail section of that event, I would jot down my therapy plans for them. So then I would like open up the Google calendar event and in the description, it would be my therapy plans. If I had an idea of, if I was planning that far ahead, which uh didn't happen often, but <laughs> When I was ahead ahead of the game, it was a good way to just plan out my therapy ideas. Well, I'm convinced. I'm going to switch over to Google Calendar. Google Calendar! I love it! Cool. <laughs> I love that idea of not needing to go back and forth with I'm free then and you're free then. Mm-hmm. And when do we do yeah. Hell are we going to meet? Because we're both super busy. Um, so that's a great, that's a great tip. It's because I start, um, my coworker and I, my colleague and I, uh, we, we started doing it this year because it, we just consult with so many of our teachers. And also I've noticed I can totally avoid the, oh, are you free to meet tomorrow? But then I don't see the email in time. So even if I and was free tomorrow, the like tomorrow, oh, yes, well, there's that. It's, yeah. yeah, it's the worst. So it really it really helped cut down on the, on that. And Mm. it just freed up. I didn't realize how much it was going to free up my mind. Mm. 
space to just be like, hey, here's my Google, my booking calendar, find a time that works for you. If there isn't a time, then we'll go back and forth. But I didn't realize how mentally freeing that would be. Mm, That's great. I'm thinking back to when I was at the bigger, so I worked in a small private school and then also a pretty Mm. small public charter school. And Mm -hmm. in the, actually in both schools, I would do this where because I was running around the school all day, I felt Mm -hmm. like I actually couldn't use a a virtual or digital tool because I needed to like physics. I wasn't bringing my laptop with me to all these classrooms. Mm -hmm. I was trying to do more push in or, or whatever it was. And so I would have some digital version of my schedule, usually just in a word document, but then I would also the kind of like Kyla on Thursdays, you plan for, you make your spreadsheet for the next week. I would on a Thursday or Friday, I would then actually physically print out like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Mm -hmm. Friday of the next week. And then it would just have like kids. I think I just did initials and then when I was seeing them and like a few quick words to remind me of their goals, um, and then where I was seeing them, because sometimes mm-hmm. it'd be in the classroom, or maybe if the teacher and I had decided I'm going to pull the kid out next week, I make a note of that. And I felt mm-hmm. like I was always just running around. So if I was doing mm-hmm. a lot of therapy in my speech therapy room, then the digital tool is mm-hmm. way easier. But since I was mm-hmm. never in, seemed to be in one spot all day, I needed to be like the clipboard lady and have it all right mm-hmm. there, especially because it's like being... I was sort of, uh, it, I wouldn't call it a waitress. I w- and I was also really bad at this job. But this is what <laughs> I imagine being um, a, a waitress is like where you're, or a waiter, where you're super busy and you are running all around and on the way back from serving food to one table to going back to the kitchen to pick up food for another table, like four people ask for ketchup or a napkin mm. or can I have a refill of my wine? Like, mm-hmm. th- and I cannot do that. And I learned from that job that I was really bad at that I cannot do that. So that's why I needed to be the clipboard lady because I'm not going to remember the first grade teacher wanted to meet at 3 p.m. tomorrow. And oh yeah, I signed up for this thing by the time mm-hmm. I get upstairs. So clipboard mm. lady. Yeah, I I have both. Like I usually have my phone that has my Google calendar on it and my clipboard running around with like some some paper to jot things down. But I, I feel like I'm someone who needs both. Like I just need both at all times uh, and that helps keep my week organized. Yeah, because the clipboard is also unreliable because I would leave it in classrooms. So then you need the digital backup. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Check out our merch at coffeetea3slps.com. We've got beanies, we've got teas, we've got tote bags, and they're all really cute if I do say so myself. So head on over to coffeetea3slps.com to check out our merch and learn more about the podcast. How about materials? How do you guys keep your materials organized? I don't. Nice. There it is. I, one of my, (laughs) one of my jobs, um, I share space with a bunch of 
people. And uh, one of them is a full-time SLP who's there. And she's very organized with the way that she keeps uh, the materials. So, mm-hmm. I mean, my job is basically, I do my best to like put it back after mm-hmm. I'm done using them. Um, but they already like have a spot because they are already organized. Mm-hmm. Um, but at my other school where I'm the only SLP and it's just my materials man, everything's out. Everything. I mean, I keep it neat, but you know, there's just the stack of papers and the stack of, if you guys listened to the therapy ideas episode that we have, you know, that I do a lot of anytime that I read a story, I print out pictures and laminate them. Mm Um, so I have a billion little pictures of stories that I try Mm. to keep together with like clip, um, paper clips and they're just like thrown in a desk somewhere. So mm-hmm. I, um, you know, I'm always looking for some tips on how to keep my papers organized. Cause it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I'm a crazy. huge, I love my binders. I love, love binders and page protectors. So a lot of my, I take my binders and I Right now, they're organized like language activities, artic activities, functional language, self-advocacy, IEP stuff. So I have everything categorized. And then I really, I'm I'm turning into a materials hoarder. So anything I acquire, um, I make a copy of it and I put like an original in a page protector and find a home for it. So like, if I have, if I find a really good, I don't know, like conjunction activity or visual, I make a copy of it and I put it in a page protector in the language binder under the conjunction section. Whoa. Um, so I, I really like binders, but then something I have been seeing, uh, which I really like too, is you could go get these... Um, I don't know. They're like clip boxes, you know, like little container boxes that have little clips on them. And you could unclip them and take the lid off. Am I, is that, does that make sense? Do you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. I think so, so like you can get, you can get like wide ones. And um, I've been seeing that some SLPs organized by theme. So if you have like an, apple theme or a fall theme you put all your stuff for that theme in those like containers yeah that's what we and have that seems at my cool. other school um that mm-hmm. the other slp organizes is we have big boxes and yeah we have mm-hmm. um, theme based on season and then mm-hmm. a few like smaller boxes for smaller themes like at our school there's like a doctor dentist theme or like a mm-hmm. vet kind of pet vet themed Mm -hmm. um so we do have those bins and that's where we Mm -hmm. keep certain books and then we have a lot of uh printed adaptive books Mm -hmm. that were like made Mm -hmm. by slps that you laminate and then there's like the velcro that you can put Mm -hmm. on so we have a ton of those that we keep in those bins as well Mm -hmm. yeah i keep in one of my binders i have a section it's a language binder where it's like uh i have a section it's story story based activities and there I put like just like a bunch of crafts or worksheets or copies of the book uh, pages by story in that section of the binder. And that tends to work really well. It's kind of like 
it's similar to the theme putting everything by theme but it's just in a binder and a page protector a lot of things that i do also are i might print it out but it's original is online you know things mm. that you get from mm -hmm. dbt or things that you just create yourself are mm -hmm. online so i just try to keep uh, folders on my computer with everything that i download online and that way mm -hmm. when i lose the things you know, when mm -hmm. I misplace them, when I have like stacks and I'm never going to look through mm -hmm. the stacks, I have it online so I can just print out a new mm -hmm. worksheet or whatever we're doing. Do you guys ever uh, organize your materials, your digital materials um, or videos or songs or whatever with Google Slides? I used to when we were online. But mm. I don't use it I don't anymore. I think so, but that's super smart to have it all mm -hmm. in one place. Yeah. Do you do that? Yeah. I have it, but um I I started to try when I was working with younger kids where we were doing lots of videos, like song, story, play videos and stuff like that. Um but it was one of the SLPs I used to work with as a virtual assistant. Uh, she organizes like a lot of her materials that she sells are these huge Google slides with these videos all organized beautifully. And the first slide, if you need a, a language video or a story, she kind of links it all at the beginning. So when you click it, it brings you to that Google slide in the slideshow. Um, I'm not, I'm not explaining this very well but I do think using google slides as a way to organize your digital materials can be really really helpful um and or sometimes you can just embed the videos in the in the slide so that way they're just right there it's a mm, that's so takes smart. a little bit out of the planning process yeah and then so, if you're yeah. And I would always run into this issue where if I had some whole group lesson or I was trying to do a little co, I didn't do as much co-teaching mm -hmm. as you did, Julie, but if I was like trying to do a little bit of a lesson or something, mm -hmm. um, I would go into the classroom and then I'd it would take like 10 full minutes of the lesson time trying to um figure out how to get my file to project on the board. And I don't know why, now that I'm saying mm -hmm. this, I think that all of this could have been prevented with um, sufficient <laughs> planning, but I was going to say, if everything was always on Google slides, I could just log into my account mm -hmm. real quick, open it up on mm -hmm. Google slides. It also seems like it makes it easier if it's all online. Yeah. So then if you're in a yeah. classroom or you're in a different setting, you can just log in, open mm -hmm. it up and then sign out versus having some file mm -hmm. locally on your computer in a folder where you know where it is, but then yeah, it's trickier mm -hmm. to, to use in a different spot. So mm -hmm. I love that Google slides idea. You're very organized. Thank you. It's cause I'm anxious <laughs> <It's my> anxiety <laughs> I feel like I I also run anxious and so I'm but I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum where because of that I want as few things to deal with as possible so I limited mm -hmm. all materials that could possibly be a material in my orbit to I just get rid of it like the second I'm done mm -hmm. with it I would have one I had one drawer 
that had activities mm-hmm. in it um or some I had some laminated things most that I uh made during my CF when I was laminating a lot mm-hmm. um and then I had one shelf of a bookshelf on the bottom shelf that had books mostly books in it and some games and that was basic uh-huh. ah, maybe two shelves because I had some more games but the games were just mm. games that I had inherited by being in this room and then that was it and I was like if I have anything more here I am going to lose it and then I'm gonna I'm, I didn't want to like rely on anything too much um mm. and so you know you gotta have that what is it Ang- anxious avoidant attachment style <laughs> <laughs> But, 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 you know, I'm the opposite. I'm like, oh my God, I could need this one sheet of paper one day. I cannot lose this. Better to just not even commit, you know, don't oh, even. Oh, I overcommit. It's better to I give it... not love and, and not lose. <laughs> than to love. <laughs> than to love and to lose. Oh my God. I have a very specific way of organizing what I'm going to do. Like the things that I do per student, if I have special things I want set aside for that student, I have a specific thing I do for that. Would you guys like to hear about it? Tell us. So I have on like a file desk organizer, um, each student that I see in my office or that I, uh, even if I see them out of the office, but each student I have like specific things I want to do with them. Uh, you know, those like manila folders, but they don't open this way. They're just like pocket folders. They just have like one slit at the top. So each student has one of those with their name on it. And each, each folder has a goal sheet in it that I create for the students so that I can just pull it out and see their goals that's tucked in there. And on the front, sometimes I put their schedule on it. So if I need to know where they are, I can just find their name and their schedules right there. Or sometimes they have like, I'll leave like a little sticky note on the front if it's something really important about that student that I need to know. But inside I'll keep like, oh, for them, I know I'm going to use WH visuals every week. So I'll just stick in the WH visuals or, oh, this is a, a thing like a writing assignment we were working on we didn't finish so I'll put it in their folder to pull out the next week and I organize the folders by day that I see the student so I have my Monday students my Tuesday students Wednesday and Thursday and some on Friday but yeah that's how I organize their stuff and if I see a student yeah it's it's been working really well it's something new I've been doing um so I like doing that. I used to just organize the materials I needed by day in a file, a hanging like file organizer on my desk. So I'd have like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, a folder. And I would put things in there that I would need on that day. But that got a little chaotic. So I like this, like the system of having a folder for each student. Mm, yeah, I feel like this is something I would struggle with was do I try to organize things by day or by student? Mm-hmm. Because the day 
should look a certain way but mm-hmm. someone's absent and then you see somebody else and but mm-hmm. but then if you have by student it's like a different mindset it doesn't fit with my clipboard life mm-hmm. so you know it's I like the the way that you have it organized where you have the student schedule and you also have their goals and their materials all in mm-hmm. one spot it seems like a really uh a a good way to like know what's going on with them you just if you see them no matter when it is you just pull it and Mm -hmm. go from there another organizational thing that maybe someone out there could use that I attempted to use and it didn't work um but I got (laughs) this like over the door shoe organizer you know what those look like that kind of hook and then they're yeah like like beanie babies but not no beanie babies Beanie. Yeah. Did you ever? <laughs> Beanie baby organizer? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> okay, maybe this is just like people I happened to know when I was in elementary school, middle school, but you know, I happened to know. It was, I did not have one. Did I have one? I had a shoe organizer, but I would go to people's houses and they would have um, over the door organizers for all their Beanie Babies. Whoa. Brittany, if it was if it was you, we're not gonna judge. I you can don't think <laughs> I don't remember being obsessed with beanie babies. This were like people who had a no, lot never... of beanie babies. I never saw or sure. did that. Get yourself a beanie baby organizer and put it over your door. <laughs> this is a thing, guys. Oh wait, did they actually just use shoe or I'm looking it up now. I cannot believe that there's a specific beanie baby organizer out there. I have to use Google for this. I can't use DuckDuckGo for this. Brady, you're still using DuckDuckGo. Wait, it's always. For all it's we've the... talked about. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Continue, you could Kyle. Just... No, it's okay. <laughs> so you could just find yourself like an over-the-door hanger, either, either you know, like a shoe hanger or a beanie bang baby hanger. And um, you could... I, I wouldn't put like nice materials because you can't really, mm-hmm. if it's like a shoe organizer, you can't, um, you'd have to like fold up pieces of paper. But what mm-hmm. I've done is I've like, in the beginning of the year, when you like go over the kids' goals, they can um, have their own little spot in the shoe organizer. You could have like a little post-it or something that has their initials on it. And that's where they can keep their goals and they know that that's their little spot in the shoe organizer. So they can take out their mm. goal sheet at the beginning of the session. I love that. That's building that's like, a great idea. responsibility and ownership. That's great. Mm-hmm. And you could also keep like a little slip of paper. If you're doing like a sticker chart or something like that, you could keep that in their little pocket mm-hmm. and then they can get their sticker at the end of the session or something. So that's a way to organize as well. I think that would be great for people who need to see things, like have it right there. Cause I think I can see like, for me, I'm cool. Like I can remember what's in each kid's folder. So I don't need to like see what I put in there. Um, But if you're someone who does need to kind of visually see everything, then having that because it's transparent like you can see through the clear pocket I bet that would be really helpful yeah and it's also a good way to organize different materials like I have like my lips cards 
laminated. Mm -hmm. So I just keep mm -hmm. like the lips cards in one pocket and I have like some Weber articulation mm -hmm. cards, you know, those, um, and I keep mm -hmm. those in some pockets. So it's, you know, a way to organize some of your materials also. Cool. That, and I bet if you wanted, you could organize it by like, you could do student material day, whatever, or group. Mm -hmm. um, you could yeah you could change it up too like this week this is what we're working on and that you could have just like a row of what you're doing all week and just pull it out mm -hmm. um the only thing like I said is you'd have to like fold up a piece of paper so you don't want to put anything like too nice in mm -hmm. there that you don't right. mind being folded <laughs> yeah that's a that's really good or I bet it's a good way yeah just to organize those like little Arctic cards probably like if you have an Arctic heavy caseload and you're like I have so many of these tiny little Arctic cards you could have a pocket for each sound right yeah, or each something. sound mm -hmm. that's yeah that's a cool way to organize actually mm. and that seems fun that I feel like kids would enjoy mm -hmm. knowing well if they have a pocket for their materials I feel like they'd enjoy being like that's my little area and I'm gonna like mm. get my goal out and I'm taking like I have agency mm. here I'm kind of helping Miss Kyla or Miss Julie too or whatever they call mm. you guys um but then uh also it that's cool if they yeah I feel like it's just more fun to pull something off a, off a door or off a wall mm -hmm. it's kind of fun to have your own little pocket I think is it I used to love having a cubby. Like when I was Aww. in kindergarten, I was like, this is my cubby. Yeah, you decorate it. Special. I'm sorry, but I don't know how I went my whole life without anyone giving me a little anxiety diagnosis because I loved my cubby. And I, I remember no matter what, whatever grade, like from kindergarten to fifth grade, when you had your own little space, I was meticulous about keeping it organized and looking a certain way like I couldn't transition away from things my things unless they were organized and neat so that's As normal you expect, my cubby looked crazy <laughs> <laughs> the little um the little shelf the one shelf that you have is like stuffed with papers <laughs> and oh, my, my cubby had zero things in it <laughs> <laughs> wow we really are ourselves throughout our whole lives <laughs> All right. Well, we hope this super organized episode on organization was helpful. Follow us on Instagram at, at coffeet3slps.com. And we got merch. So shop merch at coffeet3slps.com. Did I add the dot com in our Instagram handle? Yeah. Okay. It's just coffeet3slps on Instagram. But it was adorable. Whatever. <laughs> whatever um and catch Brittany and I at Asha in Boston oh, yeah and catch us if um if you check out our merch maybe we'll have a little something to scan if you can find us Brittany what will you be doing at Asha tell us about the cool things you'll be doing oh yeah come find me I've got a poster on Thursday I've got a poster on Saturday. I've got a virtual presentation that I um, did put together with another collaborator from CS Disseminate, which is a cool group you should check out. 
Um, and then I'm also helping out with a couple other posters and presentations, but I'm not on them. Um, mm -hmm. So I'll be around. I am so excited. Um, and yeah, mostly just to walk around in my Coffee Tea 3 SLPs bag and advertise our podcast, you know? Yeah. The views and information expressed on Coffee, Tea, and 3SLPs are solely host and guest opinions are based on clinical experiences. This is for entertainment purposes only.